0: Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's holy word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Monday. It is August 29th. We start off with another prayer from lifting up our hearts. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that as you not only invite us continually by the voice of your gospel to seek you, but also offer to us your Son as our mediator, through whom an access to you is open, that we may find you a propitious Father. Grant that relying on your kind invitation, we may through life exercise ourselves in prayer. And as so many evils disturb us on all sides, and so many wants distress and oppress us, may we be led more earnestly to call on you. And in the meantime, be never wearied in this exercise of prayer, that being through life heard by you, we may at length be gathered to your eternal kingdom, where we shall enjoy that salvation you have promised to us, and of which also you daily testify to us by your gospel, and be forever united to your only begotten Son, of whom we are now members, that we may be partakers of all the blessings that he has obtained for us by his death. Amen. All right, we are in Isaiah chapter 14. We're going to read from verse 1 through verse 23. Hear the word of the Lord. For the Lord will have compassion on Jacob and will again choose Israel and will set them in their own land. And sojourners will join them and will attach themselves to the house of Jacob and the peoples will take them and bring them to their place, and the house of Israel will possess them in the Lord's land as male and female slaves. They will take captive those who were their captors and rule over those who oppress them. When the Lord has given you rest from your pain and turmoil and the hard service with which you were made to serve, you will take up this taunt against the king of Babylon. How the oppressor has ceased, the insolent fury ceased. The Lord has broken the staff of the wicked, the scepter of rulers, that struck the peoples in wrath with unceasing blows, that ruled the nations in anger with unrelenting persecution. The whole earth is at rest and quiet. They break forth into singing. The cypresses rejoice at you, but the cedars of Lebanon saying, Since you were laid low, no woodcutter comes up against us. Sheol beneath is stirred up to meet you when you come. It rouses the shades to greet you, all who are leaders of the earth and It raises from their thrones all who are kings of the nations. All of them will answer and say to you, You too have become as weak as we. You have become like us. Your pomp is brought down to Sheol. The sound of your harps. maggots are laid as a bed beneath you, and worms are your covers. How you are fallen from heaven, O day star, sun of dawn. How you are cut down to the ground, you who laid the nations low. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will sit on the mount of assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. But you are brought down to Sheol, to the far reaches of the pit. Those who see you will stare at you and ponder over you. Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world like a desert and overthrew its cities, who did not let his prisoners go home? All the kings of the nations lie in glory, each in his own tomb. But you are cast out, away from your grave, like a loathed branch, clothed with the slain, those pierced by the sword, who go down to the stones of the pit, like a dead body trampled underfoot. You will not be joined with them in burial, because you have destroyed your land. You have slain your people. May the offspring of evildoers never more be named. Prepare slaughter for his sons because of the guilt of their fathers, lest they rise and possess the earth, and fill the face of the world with cities. I will rise up against him, declares the Lord of hosts, and will cut off from Babylon name and remnant, descendant in posterity, declares the Lord. I will make it a possession of the hedgehog and pools of water, and I will sweep it with the broom of destruction, declares the Lord of hosts. We are back to talking about Babylon. We see here again that Babylon is going to fall. They have been the ones who have come and brought this judgment upon Judah because of their turning away from God, but they have come to believe that they are great. They have put themselves in the place of God, even though God has in fact been using them to judge Judah. They're. Pride has gotten the best of them. They are not seeking God. They have become the instrument of God, but they are not uh, God's people. And so we see that Jacob will be stored, that Israel will come back, that Judah will return to God. We see this here in verse one. For the Lord will have compassion on Jacob and will again choose Israel, and will set them in their own land, and sojourners will rejoin them and will attach themselves to the house of Jacob. This is the idea of God's faithfulness. Remember, there is a significant part of this promise of God to the people of God that goes beyond this promise of the line and lineage that leads to the Messiah and having the king, uh, David, uh, the lineage of David involved with the kingly position in Israel and Judah. There is also this idea of the land. And so when they're taken from the land, that is an extreme punishment. And so God returning to them, God choosing Israel again, is is connected with this idea of the land. They're no longer sojourners. They're no longer like Abraham and Isaac and Jacob before their people went into the land. Remember that Abraham, while he was in the promised land, he didn't take possession of it. He was a sojourner. And we see in the book of Hebrews uh, the idea here of these heroes of the faith. They were longing for this coming in to the land, and and they were really longing for the kingdom of God, that it was far off, but they believed that they trusted that it would come. But here, God is saying, you're not going to be a sojourner. I am going to bring you back into the land. And so, when that happens, we read that Israel is going to taunt Babylon. Now, this is sort of an interesting passage here. There's There's a lot of uh, arrogance here from the people of God, right? But it isn't arrogance that, ha, we're better. It's know that God is better, that God is the one who has brought them down. And the idea here is that they thought that they would be a light. We see this here in verse 12. How you have fallen from heaven? O day star, son of the dawn. The idea is that maybe they saw themselves as being this bright light in the world. They thought this this light in the sky and and there's some suggestion that maybe this is meaning venus because venus would be brightest at the dawn they think they're the light right they think they're the brightest light in the sky but then comes the sun and we know that even though we see venus in the night sky and it is bright what happens when the sun comes out it goes away completely that's the idea here You think you're pretty hot stuff, but when the real sun comes out, when the light of God shines, you will be nothing. God is the one who is in control. And so we see in verse 22 the the conclusion of these taunting statements by the people who have come back into the land, his chosen people. I will rise up against them, declares the Lord of hosts, and will cut off from Babylon name and remnant, descendant and posterity, Uh, You get the idea that this is going to be a complete and total uh, overthrow. They they will not be remembered. They won't have this remnant that will come back. They're going to be completely overthrown. They're not going to have descendants or people who come after them. And notice verse 23. And I will make it a possession of the hedgehog and pools of water. I will sweep it with the broom of destruction, declares the Lord of hosts. Who is the one who is doing this? It is God. Just as God used the people of Babylon to judge the people of Judah, God is going to come and judge Babylon in the same way for their pride. And so this is another difficult passage here in Isaiah. What do you and I do with this? What do we take for application from this? And once again, I want to encourage us to remember that this shows us again that that God is in control. And we need to trust His sovereign will. We need to trust His plan. We need to trust that He is the one who is doing the good will of, of His doing His good will for the good of His people, that He works all things together for good for those who love Him. So may we remember this passage today and trust in God's sovereign work, not only in our lives, but in the world. Let's close up with a word of prayer. Merciful God, we know that you have had compassion on your people and you have chosen us to be a people for your own possession. For you have granted us rest and peace from the oppression that our sin has brought upon us. Bless us with faithfulness to you that our lives would reflect the compassion that you have bestowed upon us that we might be your faithful witnesses in the world. And today we pray for the churches in our community. We thank you for the fellowship that we have with other believers and we thank you for the faithful proclamation of the gospel that takes place in the churches in our community. Bless the pastors who serve in those congregations with endurance and strength and we humbly ask that you would bless them with wisdom as they desire to rightly divide your holy word. And as we step out into the world today, we ask that you would strengthen us through your word and spirit to be faithful witnesses. May we boldly proclaim Christ to those we come into contact with today. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, that has us through verse 23 of Isaiah chapter 14. We'll pick up with verse 24 on Wednesday. We will see you then. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.